You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint, I think. I don't we know. Are, we are still alive. I, I think so. Let me check my pulse real quick. Yep. That's We're what they still tell me. here, everybody. We Cardiac are. arrest has taken place three times. Minimum. It's glorious. It's glorious to be here. Just it is recapping. I feel like Clint and I can't stop smiling. It's uh, it's so much fun to record a podcast after a game, mm-hmm. especially after a Georgia win. And we try to keep it this way, but Clint and I both have pretty busy Sundays. It's Sunday night as we're recording right now. We both have pretty busy Sundays. This is the first time we've spoken to each other since the Georgia game ended. Correct. Yeah. It's usually we are texting constantly throughout the game, and then as soon as the game ends, it kind of all goes dark and radio silent. We are now recap, and so I don't know what's going to come out of your mouth right now. Look, you don't know look, what's going to come out of my mouth right hold now. Hold on, hold on to your backsides, people. It's, Buckle oh, it's in. all happening. It's all happening. Uh, he is Daniel. I am Clint. If you're new to the pod, welcome. Glad you found your way to us. Daniel and I are true UGA fans, meaning that we'll sit through gross games constantly talking about whatever, not going anywhere, not leaving our seats for that entire time, which we know you did as well on Saturday. So we're glad you're here. We are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. We are fans first, Daniel. Fans through and through. This podcast is for fans by fans. Uh, you're the real Georgia fans here. We just have the podcast, and so we would love to hear from you, uh, interact with you. You can email us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, at DogsPodcast, as so many of you have. We love hearing your thoughts, opinions, questions, comments, concerns, uh, and subject matter that you would like to discuss. We know that we're all on this emotional roller coaster of a journey together, and uh, we appreciate you being along with us. If you're new to the show, all we ask you to do is just hit that subscribe button. We are here five days a week, which means we'll be here Monday through Friday leading up to the Auburn game, recapping the Arkansas game and everything in between. Uh, Five days a week, every week. So hit that subscribe button and that way you will get all of the episodes downloaded to your phone, which is all that we really ask you to do. If you do like the show, uh, please do leave us a rating and a review uh, five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts especially. That helps us out a bunch. Even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, if you really like the show, you can go to iTunes, search for Lockdown Bulldogs, and leave us a review that way. That helps other people find the show. There's Georgia fans out there looking for Georgia podcasts, uh, and we want them to find this one. Uh, <clears throat> Clint, let's just... Let's just jump in. Let's cut through it. This was set to be a very different podcast uh, about midway through the second quarter. Midway through Saturday. the second quarter, just to let you guys, just let the listeners know, we weren't going to have a podcast. No. No, I had already formally tendered my resignation to Locked On. It was had drafted. It drafted. Yep. Uh, legal consultant Michael had, had, had dotted all the I's and crossed all oh, the T's. He, and he, he was, gave his blessing on it. Yeah, we were, um, we were officially ready to take a sabbatical forever from the show. And yet here we are. We survived. You survived, yeah. we hope. We'll have to see how, if our listenership goes significantly <laughs> down this month. That's right. Uh, we'll know. <laughs> Well, no, the first half versus Arkansas did some of our some of you in, but uh, we all survived. But man, that first half, My we told gosh. you to get the buckets. Did we tell we you to get the buckets? You all we warned you all. We did not give a lock on the cover. We did not give a lock on this game being high scoring. 
which it actually turned out to be. We covered, and mm. it was it was a lot of points near the end. But we said this is a new offense. This is a new system with new players. We, so many unknowns. We said grab all the buckets you can. So uh, for this next week, now you know. Now you know. You've learned. Knowledge is power. Okay. Is. This is the more you know. So let's start, Daniel. Let's get the obvious out of the way. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Quarterback situation. Hey, first and foremost, is there a quarterback situation? <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know oh, what you're talking Daniel, about. Daniel. 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 My time as a Georgia fan has been mm-hmm. marred with Please the do phrase, tell us. quarterback controversy. Well, marred, and it's well, it's gross. Yeah. Welcome. This year, this year it's all neat and tidy, so we yeah. got it all buttoned up. <laughs> We're fine. Look, if you have disrespect on your lips when you say the name Stetson Bennett, the fourth, you say the damn fourth. You say you Stetson Bennett the fourth. That okay. is the name that his father, Stetson Bennett the third, I assume, gave him. I really hope so. If not, we, look, we don't questions. know. Some people have some weird, some people have some weird family situations going on. Um, quarterbacks, quarterback situation. It, it, let me give you some thoughts on the quarterback situation. First of all, mm-hmm. I want to answer probably our most frequent, our most frequent listener question, which is: Did you actually, as promised, go back and watch the entire game? Did you, in fact, rewatch the first half? Uh, let me just. Yes, sir. Oh, I've rewatched the first half several times. I was more interested in rewatching the first half than the second half, to be totally honest with you. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, I was. You got to get after that. You got to go see what went wrong. You you going to sit there and congratulate Georgia again for the points that we scored? Or are you going to go just back and see what pat was pat us on the back and act like everything's just fine and sunshine do and rainbows? No, we got to go that. back and we got to get. Let me tell you the first thing that I noticed when I went back. And I rewatched the first half several times. The first thing I noticed was Dewan Mathis was not nearly as bad as you think he was. Dewan Mathis had some moments that were not very good in this football game. He threw an interception where we don't know if Trey Burton ran the correct route. Kirby sort of implied in the post-game press conference that Trey Burton might have misread the coverage and run the or, Trey. This is the Last week, none of y'all called me out on calling this man Trey Burton. It's, a, it's the, okay. The former University of Florida tight end, uh, Jermaine Burton. We're going to get to you later in the podcast and what I think about Jermaine Burton, Ooh. our actual wide receiver. Ooh. But Jermaine Burton may or may not have ran the incorrect route uh, on the interception. And he, he, he mishandled a snap. Okay. He had some other moments. But... There were so many good Dewan Mathis moments that were negated by penalties. And let me just ask you this, Clint. If we score a touchdown on the opening drive of the game, which we were set to do, if yes, not we for an egregious holding penalty by Justin oh, Schaefer gosh. on a 20-yard Dewan Mathis scramble, and um, an egregious holding penalty by the aforementioned Jermaine Burton on a nice swing pass out to James Cook, if we score a touchdown on the opening drive of that game, and then he throws an interception in the red zone and fumbles a snap. Do we see Stetson Bennett ever play a snap in this game? No, we don't. No, we don't. And that's penalties is what derailed that opening Here. drive. Dewan <clears throat> Mathis was not good. Okay? He, he was, was not, not good. But he was not as bad as you think he was. I, I think, yes. I, I think what I would say to that is Dewan Mathis has more skill than what you assume he does based upon Saturday. And I think he threw got, a beautiful did, deep ball okay. to George Pickens. Okay, guys. Jorge Pickens in the back right corner. That thing was mm, 
spun it right in there. It was dropped in a bucket like nobody's business. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I think this is a fair statement to say. Dwan Mathis was not prepared for the stage of playing the SEC on the road in his first game. He was he was a little nervous. Could be. He was a little distracted. Is the skill there? Absolutely. 100 mm-hmm. percent okay mm-hmm. i think i was right circumstance changes what the perception of dwan mathis which is why i think we saw him come in at the end i think kirby saw him step out of bounds way well before the first down marker good night good night which, i screamed i did a full lap around my house i screamed oh. at the top of my lungs it was at that moment that i thought this game could go very sour for me personally in my own health my apple watch alerted me like, you're not well right now. I don't know what's just happened in your life. And I, I tried to inform my Apple Watch that Dewan Mathis just stepped out of bounds one yard short of the first down on Correct. third on third down when there was nobody within five yards of him. Yeah, okay. uh, I think that was a very indicative point. I think that's what made Kirby it, – it solidified Kirby's decision to pull him. He was a little – had a little trepidation, a little scared. I think something clicked there for Dewan when he got rocked. Uh, but no, no, no. You, Daniel and I are both agreeing. He's got the skill, y'all. Calm down on Dwan's bum. Please don't do that. That being said, Stetson Bennett oh. deserves every bit of credit that he got. Okay? He came in the first half. He did not look good, y'all, in the first half. When he came no. in, he did not look good in the first half. He was missing throws. He was very nervous in the first half. But then Stetson Bennett got to go in that locker room. And mm-hmm. Kirby said, you know what? You're coming out at the beginning of the second half. So he got That's to right. sit there. He got to think about it. He got to prepare himself. And then he came out in the second half, y'all. And he went 20 for 29 in the game. It. Slung it, Daniel. Two tuds. And he spun the ball into every window in every mm-hmm. spot that you asked him. Middle to of the field, it. down the hashes, on the corners, on the sidelines. He was everywhere. I'm talking about short ball. At one point in the game to me, you said via text, Clint, we won't throw a pass over over five yards with Stetson Bennett in the game. And I think the next oh, no. play, <laughs> oh, the no. next play, he he found old big big zero Tw- out there. Twenty yard deep crosses over the middle, and yeah. uh, Stetson Bennett throwing forward. He threw a pass. You want to talk about incomplete dimes? What about Jermaine Burton oh, in the end zone? He put that ball in a beautiful spot. That if the young kid drags his foot, uh, we're dealing it's, with a huge. It's catch play of the there. day. Uh, I, Daniel, Stetson Bennett deserves up. all the credit. He deserves yeah. all the credit that he got. This is what I'm going to finish up. I think Kirby made the decision. You remember last year Kentucky game when Kirby looked at the circumstances, looked at the torrential downpour, and said to himself, "We're going to run and win this we game. We ain't going to lose this game. We ain't going to lose this game. That's what we're doing right now." Kirby looked at the situation first quarter and said, "We can beat this team any which way. We're not going to lose it." Because it was last year's Kentucky in the rain. Was this game Arkansas? Uh, Dan and I, of course, have more to say on this game, and you're coming back for most of it, for all of it, hopefully. But before that, Bilt Bar has some things to say, Daniel. Uh, coming out of the gate strong. Bilt Bar has everything to say. The main thing that they have to say. The main thing they have to say is what? Oh, I was just going to say the main thing that they have to say is uh, that they're the best tasting protein bar on the market. That's what that's, that's all what they have to say. That's all. That's what they have to say. Uh, Bill Bar is the protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. They are low in sugar. They're high in fiber. They're high in protein. They're low in calories. They're a great keto-approved choice for uh, whatever uh, your 
situation is. Maybe you're trying to uh, add muscle. Maybe you're trying to shed weight. Maybe you're looking for uh, a protein-rich snack or meal replacement. Maybe you're looking for something after the gym or just to eat on your way into work. Bill Bar is the protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. It comes in a million different flavors, and uh, all of those flavors are available to you at BillBar.com. You go enter the promo code Locked On, and you get ten dollars off your first order at BillBar.com. Enter the promo code Locked On to get ten dollars off your order. Daniel, where do you want this conversation to go next? What other takes you got for us? My word in heaven. Let's not talk about the quarterbacks anymore today. Deal. Nope. Deal. There's so many things to talk about, so we're going to need to just move quickly. Let's okay? go. I'm going to start with what might be my favorite take, and that is, do you remember when I asked you if we have any playmakers on this team? I think we listed three or four total, Daniel. Do you remember the utter and total disrespect with which we used Kiaris Jackson's name in that conversation? I don't conversation? think we mentioned him at all. I don't think we talked about the absolute monster this guy is. Kiaris Jackson is a bona fide playmaker. Get out of his way. Does yep. he return punts and flip sure. the field? He absolutely does. Is he a weapon? In the slot at wide receiver, absolutely he is. Is he scared of your big thumping safety coming at him over the middle? No. No. Do you know how demoralizing it is to throw all your body weight into a Mm. guy and have him pop up nanoseconds later and stare at you? As if there is a trampoline on the grass. It's it's so demoralizing. He came up, and you could tell it just fueled him. Oh, Uh, he was amped. Is Kiaris Jackson the most physical blocking wide receiver we have? Absolutely he is. This dude is a playmaker, and uh, he's a legit weapon on this team. I loved Kiaris Jackson. I have a comment that I'm going to make about the offense maybe a little bit later, and it involves Kiaris Jackson, but I'm going to save that. I'm just going to say right now, this this guy is an absolute animal. I cannot wait to see what he does the rest of the year. Okay, my take is this. I don't know who informed people that being 20 pounds lighter than another dude means that you're the less physical back and the 20-pound heavier guy is the more physical back, but we have James Cook and Zeus in two different roles, and they need to switch because Zamir White can cut on a mm. dime. Mm-hmm. If you if you guys didn't see, which of course you did, his there were three runs that he had. Mm-hmm. That I think there are seven body bags on the ground still from where he made those cuts. Beautiful jump cuts to score. Beautiful jump cuts to make 20-yard runs. Zamir White. Now, now getting him between the tackles and trying to force his way, uh, he's, he's a little skittish still. I don't know if that's attributed to the knees or what yet. I have no idea. Something that is not physically enabling him uh, to do that. But what is enabling him is those jump cuts. Get an open field. And then that toss sweep where he... Just my This is a man that is that thrives in space. That's what I was gonna say. Yes. Zamir White. Now listen to my words. Zamir White is more DeAndre Swift than he is Todd Gurley. I and I I think we all exact phrase in my notes. I think he was I think we all thought he was gonna be Todd Gurley-ish. I don't mean talent for either of these guys. I just mean the the style of runner he is. But Zamir White, you give him a little bit of space. That touchdown run was the nastiest thing I have seen oh in two my. years from a Georgia running back. It, it was, was the single grossest thing that he did to that human 
who is, I believe, still laying there on the still, field. That's what I mean. Body bag is still down. Uh, Zamir White found something. Some of y'all in the Twitters wanted to talk about how the running backs maybe did not have a good game. I don't know if you no. were watching the game. No, you didn't. For that. Because James Cook, same thing. While James Cook slipped, didn't have a great game. No, he, he did didn't. not have a great game. If he keeps his feet on one or two runs in between the tackles, James Cook puts his shoulder down, puts his head down, and gets some yards. He's leaning forward as he goes. He's falling forward, which is what we think. I think we have them miscast. I think we have them flipped in our heads, and I think what the reality is, that's not the case. I'm fine with his running back group. I truly Zamir White, 13 carries for 70, uh, 70-something yards. I believe it was 71 yards uh, on 13 carries. Um, he had two receptions for nine yards. Let me just tell, one of those receptions in the first half was for zero yards. In the second half, he had one reception for nine yards. And I would bet, I don't have the numbers in front of me, I would bet that at least 50 of his rushing yards came in the second half. He averaged 5.5 yards a carry for the game, but I bet you in the second half, he was averaging Dang. well above seven yards a carry. Yeah. Uh, and on one of those runs, the end zone stopped him. Because he would still be running right now okay. if it had not been for that misplaced end zone. Um, Zamir White had himself a, 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 a very serviceable, just fine, thank you very much type of game. I'm going to go to the, we're stay, we're sticking on offense. Let's do it. We're going to get, let's get to the defense maybe in the next segment. Uh, tight end position's been upgraded, Clint. The <laughs> tight end position, it's been upgraded. Hey, I'm talking about... Hey, Mr. Washington. Yes, Mr. Mr. Okay. Washington. When I, all the Power Rangers click their little things together and they make the really big guy, yeah. I think they call that guy Darnell Washington. I'm pretty sure that so. that's what they call him. This man looks like a tractor trailer driving down the middle of the field. And if you want to get in front of him, Be may God guess. have mercy on your soul. I, I Look, I can't stop you from doing dumb things. You do dumb things all day long. Clearly, but Clearly. Darnell Washington is going to be a problem for people. Fitzpatrick, he got himself two catches, including a touchdown. Fitzpatrick already tied for the team lead in touchdowns in 2019. Just for a let tight that end. Sink in. Let that sink in. Um, it's game one. Fitzpatrick already with a touchdown on the board. Both look athletic. They both look mm-hmm. like good route runners. Yes. Um, they are both going to be problems. They are both. I mean, Fitzpatrick is a gargantuan man. It just so happens he has to stand next to Darnell Washington, the Amazon man child that uh, apparently ate the rest of the tight ends and is All now playing in, the in their place. Yeah. When you talk about cumulative grades for tight end position group, just Darnell is the grade. That's like correct. They're all in He's there. The, they're all. They're all in there. That's the tight um, end position, Clint. Okay, I want to finish with this on the offense. Uh, you know what was not a problem? And you know what Dewan can't say or Bennett can't say what the success of Bennett and hopefully the success of our quarterbacks going forward is when they drop back to pass, Daniel? What's that? It's the lack of other colored jerseys around them in pass pro. Okay. This offensive line. I, look, I know we can. We, we might fault them a little bit for getting off the ball and making a push in the run game, which I actually don't. I actually don't think was that bad but what was good was pass pro pass pro was good not great good it was it was very solid the run blocking probably could have been better i think the main concern on the offensive line was and and some of our listeners mentioned it it was trey hill in these snaps clint i don't know how much longer i can do it i can't the answer is zero more minutes 
And I'm just going to say something right now, and you're not going to care for it. And I, listeners, you might not care. I don't know that Ben Cleveland's good, Clint. I don't know that he's any good. He, You know what? He was good on one third and short play. Yeah, okay. And and that and that was it. I think our best lineup might be moving Trey Hill over to over to right guard and Getting Erickson. Put put Erickson somebody at in at center. Yeah, put yeah. somebody in at center. I I don't Trey Hill in these snaps, man, is killing me. It's, okay, it's, it's killing boom. me. Uh, Stetson got bailed us out of one hole by throwing it to Jorge, and Jorge is always a good option when you're. By the way, just oh man, I could go on for days. They double teamed George Pickens all, all day. All day. You understand what I'm saying? And last year, if you double team George Pickens, we were done. Who's this offense? Who are we, we going to go to? Clint? We were sunk. What are we doing? We're hey. doing nothing. Hey, hey, what's up, Curious? How you doing over there, yeah. bro? Washington, oh. how you doing? What's up, Jermaine? How you doing? What's up, what's up Matt Landers? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think I didn't see you, Matt Landers? What's up? Oh, what's up, no. two catches, Matt Landers? Oh no. Uh, <laughs> hey. Let's talk about defense. Daniel, I, Clint, I what else are we going to say about this defense? What else are we okay. going to say about them? Okay, okay, it's getting it's getting a little bit old at this okay. point. Like, what are we going to say? Okay. Let me tell you what I think at the end of this season I will be saying. And I'm going to start with he played probably the ninth best on this defense. Maybe the eighth best as it comes to <laughs> statistics. But he will be the second best player on this defense come the end of the year. If you don't think Lewis Seen is going to absolutely oh. murder somebody oh, coming no. downhill, you did not watch him. He was so cl- guys. This is a ball hawking, head hunting safety that has bad intentions. Yeah, and wants to crush people. Lewis, we Seen, got a safety. We got a safety back there that wants the ball. Sure, and we got a safety that back there that wants your manhood. That's exactly like he right. W- he wants to steal your dignity from Go, you. <laughs> he. And he he wants to smile while doing it, Daniel. That's Go back, look That's at the film. Lewis seen Lewis seen was close to tackles and close to tackles because the rest of the defense was already there. But but I'm telling you, oh my gosh, mm. watch out for that, Daniel. I'm gonna just I'm gonna step one. I'm gonna move one spot to the right mm-hmm. uh, on the on the on the field. And listen, y'all, there's this man Richard LeCount. You, he got a baseball bat. I don't know. I think he came out in like chain mail at one point during the. He's carrying a battle axe at some point. I don't know what he's doing. Look, Richard, you do whatever you, whatever it is that you care. need to do. Let me just let's let's be real on the podcast, Trevor. Cover your ears. Who busted that? Who? It wasn't a busted coverage. No, it was a bad coverage, is what Kirby who, said. Who, who had that? Coverage. Who had that bad coverage? Oh, that what? was that was that was that was old number two. Account. That yeah. was old number two. On the play before his first interception, who missed a tackle on that play? Clint? Uh, he he pulled it old Sam Ellinger over there. Just Richard the count. But this man made the best catch that a Georgia football player will make this year Correct. in that game. Period. Like, he went up and got a ball with one hand, and I've never seen a Georgia defensive player do anything like it. Two interceptions on the day. The guy just knows where the football is. Okay, he, does. he is smart, guys. He is he is a smart football player. Does he Savvy. sometimes come in with his head down and miss a tackle and bounce off a guy? Yes, he does. Does he sometimes blow blow a coverage because a guy runs past him? 
Yes, sometimes he does. He is not the fastest guy on the field. He's not the strongest guy on the field, but he is very smart, and he is often in the right place at the right time. Kudos to you, Richard LeCount. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing, man. Okay. I I have to say it, and Michael's dude, N'Kobe Dean, saved. Mm. Who's this guy? Who's this N'Kobe Dean? Who's this N'Kobe Dean? He's the man that—he makes it look simple. There were three plays that I counted, and probably more, in which a running back, tight end, wide receiver had the edge, had the angle, uh-huh. was going to the first down. Did they? Did they but have then the all of a sudden, as if from nowhere, like a bat out of hell, comes mm-hmm. screaming N'Kobe Dean to stop him for a three-yard gain, stop him short of the sticks, and they have to punt, and their drive stalls because he came as, as if from nowhere. Like a vampire, Daniel. He is a vampire tackling machine. Nicobe Dean saved our butts and saved broken coverages of somebody else I'm going to talk about here in a second. But my gosh, Michael's dude, Nicobe Dean, is everything I thought he was going to be. This guy's elite, guys. There's no doubt about elite. it. Mon- Monty Rice, it's right <laughs> here on my sheet. Monty Rice is the most underrated player on Georgia's entire team, and that includes Stetson Bennett. That might be in, in the SEC, Daniel. I might even Mon- go, he, oh. Monty Rice is the most underrated player, but Nicobe Dean is elite. Guys, this, this is Butkus Award winner. Yep. This is first round draft pick. Yep. This is put him up there on the Mount Rushmore with all them fellas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nicobe Dean is that kind of a talent, but. I want to talk about the big boys standing yes. in front of Nicobe Dean because we texted about this during the game, Clint. This is the best defensive line that you and I have ever seen wearing a Georgia wearing a uniform. That is, that is that is the that fact is of the matter. matter. This, defensive this defensive line is second to none. Okay? It all starts with my dude, big number 99, Jordan Davis. But then let's just throw some names on the pile, Clint. How about Devontae Wyatt? Devontae, did he have a did he have a good game on Saturday? Is Devontae oh, Wyatt a problem a for offensive linemen? Yeah. Oh, he bad. He, he sure. How about Malik Herring? Did is he a problem when you're trying when Felipe trying to throw the ball over the middle? Is is big? It's bad big when mitts, you have a man draped on you. Big mitts up there. Just look, Malik Herring is a problem. Hey, welcome to the podcast, Julian Rochester. You went, Julian. You went out and got you a new number. Mm-hmm. I think it's a whole new man back there. Julian Rochester had himself a day. Trayvon Walker was held on a play where he would have ended Felipe Franks' life. Okay, Felipe Franks. Sam Pittman would have been doing teas in peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Buy a steak dinner to whichever offensive lineman it was that held uh, Trayvon Walker on that play. Um, But but none of those guys are the (laughs) ones that made me yip like a schoolgirl. Okay. I went two octaves up yeah. when I saw uh, J- Jalen Carter coming around the corner. And, no, it's, it's, and it's, it's, Clint, how many elite offense, defensive linemen are on this team, Clint? Well, all of them. All of them. All, all them. of them. This is a problem. Unless you're a Georgia fan. Auburn, next week, you replace so, all of your starting offensive line so. from last year. How you doing? <laughs> Bo, we coming. Bo, we coming. Bo, sorry, Bo. not sorry. No, no, no one's no. sorry, Bo. Let me just be um, totally clear. Bo, Bo Jackson is not sorry. He's no. going to enjoy it. He's he going he gonna to smile. Uh, Daniel, give me 
any offense, any day, any field, any time. Let's mm-hmm. go, let's go, let's go. This is the best defense in the nation. There's there's not a close second. There's, there's no not other, a close there's, third. No, there's not. This is it. There's no, there are no other defenses in the conversation. No. no. Not even Eagles. close. Elite across the board. The one source of consternation. Um, uh, really quick, before I go to the bad, Campbell, I'll, I'm here for you, bro. Oh yeah, I'm here for get you, you some. Get, get you some. It. You stay all all the plays. Mark Webb, Quay Walker, my, Daniel. We just this is what we thought it was going to be. Name after name after name after name. It's and so it many names. End. Oh it's my, so many word. names. I'm so just, many I, names. I, I I am so so happy. Um, Tyreek Stevenson. Oh, we're going to end on this. This is what we're no, going to end on, bro. I'm going to say, I believe you can get there. Okay, but get there. We ain't there though. We we're not there. Tyreek Stevenson there. looked bad. He was bad. He looked bad um, in this game. No, Daniel. Everything was great. Everything was fantastic on the defensive side of the ball. Save a couple of blown coverages. That's going to be fine. It's going to get cleaned up. We're a problem. Nolan Smith. Here's what I went on. Nolan Smith. Um, we haven't even said Nolan Smith's name yet, Clint. You are exactly who I thought you. Just like Nicobe Dean, Michael's dude, Nicobe Dean was exactly what I thought. Nolan Smith, you are exactly what I thought. He's the most boring elite player that's ever existed because you just you see him walk onto the field and you know exactly what he's going to do. And that's then right. he does it. And then it's over. That's right. And they punt. Or or they throw it to Richard LeCount. One do or the think, other. If you don't think Nolan Smith put himself back in the game at the end of the game. when He all subbed himself in, y'all. He subbed himself in because he had more meat on the bone. And then he got a sack to end the game. That's right. And preserve the under 53. Which you boy locked up. Which we we locked up. We told you. Uh, hey, we got more to talk about this game because there's always more to talk about this game. When we come back tomorrow, five days a week this week, we'll be talking about the rest of the Arkansas game. We're going to look a little bit ahead to the Auburn game. Line is out. We have, gosh, Daniel, it's Auburn week already. How weird is this? This The offseason's over. It's now it's now football. It's, <laughs> it's, all, it's Auburn week. Let's get, let's get after it. This is, let's go. What is happening? I'm, I'm here My for word. it. Uh, so come back to us tomorrow. We'll be here. He is Daniel. I am Clint. We'll see you guys then. See ya. See ya.